Okay, so there's a lot in this passage, everything from purgatory about being in prison till you pay the last penny to being reconciled, forgiving. And I wanted to <clears throat> talk about this because a few days ago, <clears throat> excuse me, I think it was last week, I made a short video about forgiveness. And in that video, I mentioned that there are only two sins that are confessed to me in the confessional that I actually stop the confession to discuss with the penitent. Usually I let them go all the way through their confession and then work with them in areas that they might benefit. But there are two sins I stop the confession for. One is using our Lord's name in vain. I just feel that most people don't have any idea, myself included, it's the second commandment. People don't realize how important that is. The fact the name of God was so reverent, the Jews didn't even say it. So for us to say it let even irreverently is bad enough, but to say it in a vulgar manner is very disappointing in terms of God's seeing the beauty that he has given us and us irreverently being um, in terms of um, uh, not honoring his name. That's the first one. The other sin that I stop the confession for is forgiveness. I often will hear this probably next to certain, maybe one other sin, I think is probably the second or third most common sin I do hear in the confessional. And a lot of times the penitent will brush right through it. Father, I've done this, this, and this. I, I, I refuse to forgive my brother-in-law. I've uh, shopped too much. I watch too much TV. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. <laughs> God bless you, but let's back up just a little bit. What was that about you refuse to forgive your brother-in-law? Well, yeah, Father, he's no good. I just refuse to forgive him. Now, I did this and this, this. Whoa. <laughs> So I always stop the confessional to try to show the importance of understanding how much we need to forgive. In fact, forgiveness is so important. Our Lord puts it right in the perfect prayer, the Lord's prayer. Our Father, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Basically, our Lord is saying, you will be forgiven by the amount you forgive others. The measure by which you measure will be measured out to you. You know, in the video, I didn't get a chance to talk about the Our Father, but the Our Father is an important prayer because, you know, in it, we give proper order. And in the first three intentions, you know, the Our Father is two sets of three intentions. The first three are God giving praise to him. Hallowed be thy name. So our father who art in heaven, that just acknowledging, but the praise, hallowed be thy name, holy be thy name. Thy kingdom come is the second and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Those are the three intentions that are for God that in the our father prayer, we, 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 we put first. But then we get to our three intentions. Now, what's very interesting about that is this. So you say, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. So that's talking about the present. We bring the present to the throne of God. 
Give us this day our daily bread. So we're bringing the present to the throne of God. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. We're bringing the past to the throne of God. And so if we bring the present, what's the most important thing of the present? Our daily bread, the Eucharist. So if, if the past, the present, and the future, God is telling us what is most important. In the present, the most important is receiving the daily bread. So give us this day our daily bread. We're bringing the present to the throne of God. And what is the most important of all things in the present? Not our career, not our education, not our money, not our social status, our daily bread. That we have Holy Communion. That's the most important thing of the present. Now the past, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. That's the most important thing of the past. We bring the past to the throne of God. But we don't say, gee, Lord, I should have been a doctor instead of a lawyer. Let me focus on the past. What I should, this, this, no. What we are bringing in the throne of, to the throne of God in the past is the forgiveness of our sins. And then the future is brought to the throne of God. Lead us not into temptation. So the future isn't make me a great athlete or make me a very successful uh, business owner. What we bring in the future to the throne of God is not to fall in temptation. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. So of all the past, present, and future that we could bring to God, the Eucharist, Forgiveness of our sins and resisting temptation are the three most important. So forgiveness of sins is critical. But it gets interesting because I'm not going to just focus on forgiveness. I'm going to go beyond that today because Jesus does in the scripture. Now, I said in that video that forgiveness isn't as hard as you may think. Forgiveness does not require reconciliation. In other words, if I had somebody, I pointed this example out in the video, if I had somebody steal money from me, if I had in my prior business, somebody steal $2,000, am I required as a Christian to forgive them? In that video, I said, yes, but I'm not required to still allow them to be my finance manager, to be their best friend, take them out to dinner and say, gee, I'm sorry I left that money out in the open so you could steal it. My fault, my bad. Let's be friends. No, I'm not required to do that. Forgiveness does not require that. I fired him. All right, that, did I forgive him? Yes, but I fired him. Now, forgiveness is letting go. It's not wishing anyone ill. You've heard me say this before. Wishing them, you know what? You go your way, I'll go my way. I don't wish you any harm. I wish you well, goodbye. Straight, simple makes sense. Forgiveness is needed on the natural level in the earthly realm where societies cannot exist. If it was all about revenge, nation would blow up nation, people would kill people, that would be it. So forgiveness is needed on the natural plane where we will not survive. So while forgiveness is critical, as I said, on this natural level, here's what I want to get to. Mercy is greater. Mercy is greater than forgiveness. And I did not talk about this on that video. <clears throat> but I think now, based on our Lord's words here, it's applicable. While forgiveness is needed on the natural level for the earthly plane, mercy is supernatural. Mercy goes to the divine level. 
Mercy takes things to this supernatural level because it just doesn't forgive. It reconciles. Now we have reconciliation. People say to err is human and to forgive is divine. That's wrong in my opinion. To forgive is human. To be merciful is divine. You see the difference there? There's a huge difference. I feel that is why mercy is greater than forgiveness. God doesn't just tell us when we sin, you're forgiven, now go on your way. See ya. He could have done that to Adam and Eve. He could have forgiven them their sin, but kicked them out of the garden, which he did. But he could have left it at that. They could have died and had no eternal divine life. Instead, God gives the gift of a mother, the promise of a savior, and he reconciles mankind back to him. He has mercy on us. This is why we call it the sacrament of reconciliation. You don't hear it called the sacrament of forgiveness, even though that's what it is. That's just the beginning. If it was just the sacrament of forgiveness, that would mean God says, all right, I'll no longer punish you to hell, but don't come back here. Stay out of my sight. That's basically what I did to the guy who took the money. God is greater. God said, you're forgiven, but you are also my son. And I bring you back. I reconcile you. This is what the prodigal son is all about. When that son came back to the prodigal father, you know, the, really the term should be called prodigal father because prodigal means to squander. And we call it the prodigal son because the prodigal son squandered his inheritance. It really should be called, Vinnie Flynn says, the prodigal father because the father squandered mercy, lavishly poured it upon that son. Now, when the son came back home, the father could have said, you know what? I forgive you. You're lucky I don't punish you and, and kill you, but I'm going to allow you to work as one of my slaves to pay off this debt. That would have been forgiveness. I'm not going to punish you any further. I'm not going to harm you, but you're just going to have to work off all the debt. You can live in the servant quarters and you can work with the rest of the servants. No. What does he do? He throws a banquet, slaughters the fatted calf, brings the son back and is reconciled with him. The father didn't forgive him. The father had mercy on him. This is amazing. Mercy goes beyond forgiveness. And so this is what is important. Now, I want to tell a quick story because Scott Hahn is a friend, a good friend of mine, a personal friend of mine, but he's also a friend of the Marian community. And he did our retreat up here, I think two or three years ago. And he gave a great retreat to the Marian priests and brothers. And he told a story that I went up to him afterwards. I said, Dr. Han, can I steal this, please? He laughed. He goes, sure, Father Chris, use it however you want. I want to tell you this story he told us because I think it really illuminates or illustrates the point I'm trying to make. All right. He said, I want you to picture a man that has committed a crime and he's in jail. 
And he said, I want you to picture this man who is on death row. He's scheduled to be executed. He's going to die for his crime. But before he dies for his crime, he may die of cancer. He's got terminal cancer. He is in jail. He's sentenced to death. He's got this criminal record a mile long. Um, he, you know, he has no family. They've all disowned him. He's got it pretty rough. All of a sudden he gets a call from the governor and the governor says, John, I pardon you. You're forgiven. You're pardoned. You can go. Now the guy says, hey, great, Gov. Thank you. Walks out the front of the prison. The doors open up. He walks through the doors. The doors slam behind him. There he is, still by himself, still going to die of terminal cancer, still has no family, still has no friends, still can't get a job, still has a criminal record, but at least he's been pardoned. He's not going to be executed. That's forgiveness. We wish you well. Good luck. You're no longer going to be executed. We're not going to harm you. You're free to go. See ya. Door closes. I'm forgiven. That's the minimum that we have to do as human beings to each other. And some even find that difficult to do. Now, Scott Hahn says, I want you to picture this. That same guy gets a call from the governor. This time, the governor says, John, I've pardoned you. John says, thank you. He says, hold on, I'm not done. When you go out the front doors of that gate to the prison, there'll be a limousine waiting for you. Inside that limousine will be a doctor who has found a cure to your terminal illness. He will drive you to my mansion where I will adopt you as one of my family. Once there, you will have a job for life in my administration. I will wipe your slate clean. You will have no criminal record. You will be wiped clean. Sound like Divine Mercy Sunday? All the things you've done in your past are gone. Not only have I given you a stay of execution, you will no longer be executed you're going to be an adopted member of my family. Your cancer will be cured. You will have a job for life. You'll make great money and your slate will be wiped clean. That is mercy. That is reconciliation. Forgiveness, letting go versus mercy, reconciling. That's why to forgive is human. To be merciful is divine. If you want to be perfect, be merciful as your father is merciful. You know, no matter how much someone has hurt you or owes you or me, us, no matter how much someone has hurt us or owes us, we have hurt God and owe God more. And that's the point he wants us to learn in the Gospels. Trust me, I can promise you, unforgiveness hurts you more than it does them. 
I can promise you that because it can keep you from heaven. And nobody on this earth is worth that. Not being mad, or excuse me, being mad at somebody is not worth losing your soul. Nobody. Please, if you do nothing else, forgive from your heart. That's the minimum. But as I said, if you really want to be Christ-like, take that level of forgiveness to a higher level and reconcile. Be merciful as your Father in heaven is merciful. That's why the reading today says, recall, if your brother has anything against you, leave your gift there at the altar, go first and be reconciled with your brother. That's mercy. Mercy, Father Seraphim, God rest his soul, is not just forgiving, it's forgiving the unforgivable. Father, you don't understand, and I've had this in the confession. Father, I can't forgive my brother-in-law. He abused me when I was young. I get that. I do. I can't even imagine what you have gone through. I'm not trying to say that it's easy or that I don't have so much compassion. I have the compassion on your soul because I don't want to see you have to suffer eternally for not forgiving. So this is powerful. Our Lord says to reconcile. And that's what mercy is. Now, if you can't do that, at least forgive. That is, I can't look at them, I can't see them, I can't touch them, I can't even be with them. Okay, but at least forgive. That's the minimum our Lord gives us. Let go. But our Lord says, if you really want to achieve the level of sanctity, if you really want to be at a level that goes from the natural earthly to the supernatural heavenly, reconcile. That's not easy, not hard, or excuse me, not easy. So that's why mercy is forgiving the unforgivable and loving the unlovable. That is what it is. Jesus says, it is easy to love those who love us, but to love those who persecute us, that's a whole nother level. That is what we're talking about here. And you know, our Lord says, how serious this is, he brings hell and purgatory into it. He talks about those, he says, don't suffer the fiery Gehenna. That's hell. And then at the end, he says, I say to you, you will not be released until you have paid the last penny. That's purgatory. This is what we know the teachings of our Lord gives us. These are Christ's words. Um, these are things that I feel are so important that I stop a confession because I'm not trying to say I don't understand or I'm not empathetic with what has happened. My goodness, I've been on both sides. I've hurt people. I've been hurt by people. But God's message in that confessional is I'm forgiving you unconditionally. And I'm reconciling you as my son. The least you could do is forgive that other person. Let them go. Don't let them bring you to a level 
of unforgiveness so that our Lord, when we pray, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us, that we bind our Lord's hands that he can't forgive us. Easy? No. With the grace of God, everything is possible. So maybe I leave you with this. If you are struggling to forgive or to be merciful, have you asked God for that grace to forgive or to be merciful? I think if we do that and sincerely mean it, we might be surprised at what can happen. God bless you. And may God, our merciful Father, give us that gift that we too can forgive and be merciful as our Heavenly Father is merciful. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.